have to go to the root. We have to go to the cause. Dealing with the condition itself is not enough. And it is because of our effort toward getting straight to the root that people oftentimes think we are dealing in hate. Yo, 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 yo. Welcome to Conscious by Nature, where we talk about it because we live it and we understand it because we've been there before. We are oppressed. We are exploited. We are downtrodden. It's your boy, D. Lamar, the scholar. You know what it is. Conscious by Nature. What's good? It's your boy, the genius. This is Conscious by Nature, man. So the only way we're going to get some of this oppression and exploitation away from us or aside from us is come together against the common enemy. Catch us every week. We dropping raw, real conversations for the people. Man, black love, black culture, always conscious. A uh, hundred years ago, they used to put on a white sheet and use a bloodhound against Negroes. Today, they have taken off the white sheet and put on police uniforms. Money Mac, the pretty boys champ here with the scholar D. Lamar and the genius Tyson Area 51 Porter. Three kings. Conscious by nature, man. Check us out. YouTube, Spotify, 8 o'clock, Friday nights, man. Don't miss, man. For the culture. One love. We out. Stay conscious. Good eve. Welcome to Conscious by Nature. Where we talk about it because we live it and we understand it because we've been there before. Money Mac, the pretty boys champ. I hardly recognize these cool these dudes. They are so <laughs> cool right now. Under the shades, that is D. Lamar, the scholar. Peace, peace, peace. Behind the glasses and hat <laughs> down there, that is the genius Tyson Porter. What's good? Man, y'all cats come in. I'm, I'm going to start wearing my glasses up in here, too, man. They be like, well, cats wearing shades, man. You know what I'm saying? They, they come here looking cool. I'm like, I want to look cool. Chill out. <laughs> Chill out. <laughs> Movie star over there. Man, man, got the two stars next to me, man. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. What's going on, everybody, man? Uh, I'm going to start off. We're going to start off a little different today. I got the first topic. Uh, okay. Matter of fact, before we get into it, man, how are y'all guys doing today? Feel good. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Allergies a little funny. You, y'all hear me every now and then, but I feel that's good. That's what that is? Man. It ain't that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Not this time. <laughs> Cocaine's a hell of a drug. Oh, shit. <laughs> I got nah. that Mike Irv. Oh, man. What's up, nah, TP? We, yeah, we good, man. We good. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just living life. Every yeah. day above six feet is good. Yeah, for sure. So, it's been a long time. We've been we've been having a lot of guests. We've been real busy over here. And, you know, the three kings back together just hanging out today. So uh, I hope y'all enjoy the show, man. We're going to get into it. Uh, our first topic. Okay. Uh, what you we've got? We've been dealing with, uh, since we've been talking about um, proposals mm-hmm. um, on different levels and right. different facets every week. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, I want to pose this question. Okay. In either scenario, because now we know women are proposing to men in the traditional phase, men propose to women. Right. But at what point should you be proposing? So I'm saying, how long is too long? At what point in a relationship, how much time goes past, months, years, days, blah, 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 before you should be taking that step for marriage and making that commitment? Mm. And, 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 if so, at what age? So, at, so, oh, so, because here's my thing. Okay. If I'm 18 and we've been together four years, should I be considering marrying you? Mm. Probably not, right? 
But if I'm 26 and we've been together five years, should I be considered marrying you? Mm. Probably so, mm. right? So it's almost like a catch-22, but like how long is too long? Mm. You want to hit it first? Go ahead, dude. You can knock it out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right, man. Uh, well, you know, I like that you added those details on because that, that actually changes the question. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if you're... Younger, like you said, 18, um, just fresh out of high school. I definitely think that you should wait um, till at least your mid-20s. Your mid-20s before you even think about marriage. Um, So if you're out of high school, five, six years time, and you've established yourself, maybe you've got some financial stability, um, and you realize what you want to marry them for. Because it can't just be for love. It can't just be for sex. I mean, there's a lot of um, what I believe, I'm called petty reasons that people choose to get married, and that means your marriage won't last. Now, if you're an established adult, if you're in your 30s, which I think is a prime time to get married, um, I, I'm a believer in relationships. Two to three years, you should know. Mm-hmm. I don't think you should. it should be longer than three years before you're thinking about marriage. Because if you're in your adult life and that's late 20s early 30s then you should know what you want in that person if you're dating them if you're being exclusive and and honest with that person three years is the time frame before you need to be thinking about popping that question in my opinion yeah i agree man you know what i'm saying um, i actually have a little bit of uh history on in this you know what i'm saying okay. i'll get to that in a second but it depends on the uh, the individual person each relationship is different yeah Right, and, and you just—I think it's just—you just know when the time is right, right? But I would—I would agree with you. Anything past three years, yeah, um, yeah, okay. You know, you—you you, you should be making a move. You know, um, for me, I got married um, at 18 years old. Whoa, whoa! Okay. No, you didn't. 18. At 18? 18. Oh yeah. Right. I got my girl pregnant in high school. You know what I'm saying? And um, that was a family deal. <laughs> they call that a shotgun wedding. Right? You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, you know, the, the, the right thing to do yeah. would be to, you know, get married. And and looking back on that, I wish I hadn't. Right? Because I was still a young man, not in my manhood. Mm. Right? And um, getting married so young... You don't get a chance to establish, you don't get a chance to chase, you know, your manhood greatness, right? 18 to 24, you should be chasing greatness. You should be trying to establish yourself financially. And I couldn't do those things because I felt like I was always playing catch up. I got to be the head of the house and try to figure out who I am as a man. I still don't know. So... Yeah, man. Um, I know I just kind of went off kilter, but I'm no, speaking in my experience. I definitely think that's relevant um, to our conversation. You know, it's like, man, I would, I would wait, I would wait until, you know, early 30s, mid 30s, um, and then once I found that person, at least you know a couple years, yeah. two years or so, I, I, you know, I would propose or whatever. Man, I hear y'all, okay. but but. They they talking like this shit a fairy tale. That <laughs> that shit ain't no fairy tale. Mm-hmm. Listen, let me tell you something, man. If you meet that person at 21, 23, 22, 
I don't care how what age, if you meet that person and you think that and you know that's that person, I probably wouldn't fuck that up. Mm. Um, I hear what they saying by their 30s, mid-30s and shit, man. But, like, when you get plus 30, mm-hmm. your selection of women there or, or <laughs> like, you feel me? Mm. Like, like as a man... Um, Okay. When when a woman gets to her thirties, most of these women nowadays, I hate to say it, are just ran through. Mm-hmm. So it's like, mm-hmm. do you take the chance on that good one while you young and hope it work, or do you just roll the dice and hope you find a good one late and hope that um, she ain't been in too many bad relationships, mm-hmm. or you yourself ain't all the way broken or felt betrayed by wrongful relationships because, like, by your 30s, when you saying you play in the field, there's going to be some times where you, like, messing with a chick, and then there's going to be some times where you catch feelings for somebody. Mm-hmm. And is that going to um, determine or change the way you love? Or are you going to miss that opportunity to have a real, longing, lasting relationship because you have, you got to set this late age, like, instead of just, I'm just going to say, I'm going with the one I love, period. If I feel like she's the one, then that's it. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to try to make this work Mm -hmm. because this one is working for me. And a lot of people be like, 24, might meet that one and tell yourself, I'm not ready, Mm -hmm. and pass up on the opportunity and then be stuck with In the bar at 44, still chasing. Well, yeah, I think that those are good points, you know. Um, and, and, I, and, and I'm not saying don't go for the one you want, even if you're young. How old was you when you got married? Uh, 30. 30. Yeah. yeah. You know, and I'm not saying. How old like was your wife? 27. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> oh, when my I met point her, exactly. I was, I was 27 when I met her. My point, ex- you see what I'm saying? And she was 24. You understand me right now, people? He's proving my point for me. Well, like I said, I'm not saying that you, you, you don't go for the one you want. But at the same time, if, if it's built on the right things, then it will last. Because you can say, yeah... I want to be with her. Let's get married. We're in our 20s. And then it won't last because I don't feel like it's built on the right foundation. You you still haven't, you still don't know. What's the right foundation? Okay. Though? Okay. Um, Because it can't be financial when you can't trust somebody. So, so like we, we talk about, you can't just marry for love and mm-hmm. you can't just marry for money. What is actually the right foundation? Because I heard him speak on financial stability, but that's not always the case either. Like, when does commitment of y'all getting together and building something together? Because, like, everybody don't get married, and one person, both of y'all ain't established. No, no. I mean, you might not be equally yoked financially or whatever, but maybe your goals intertwine. Or maybe... um, like, 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 I'm a believer, and like I said, this is all based on my opinion. Um, there has to be life experience for someone. Mm-hmm. Someone's got to be more mature than the other one to help them up or, or be able to build them. That's why when we talk about partnerships, 
you got to have one half to the other to make a whole, you know? So me, sometimes to me, like being so young, I didn't know. I definitely didn't know. And I was playing the field when I was in my twenties, but I really didn't want to play the field. Never since you've known me when we were in our, our early twenties, did I really want to do that? Even though I was dating a lot of women, I always wanted one woman, but I never felt like that's it. That's the one. That's I the always one. wanted to play the field. I never, I never really wanted I to like do that. Playing the field, <laughs> maybe Jim Griffey center field, I, right? <laughs> Michael Jordan, MLB. You know, what you know. Uh, TP, you got yeah. something else? Yeah, man, I, I'm still gonna stay true to just like again, it goes to the individual person, yeah. the individual you know situation, man. And uh, just on my experience, I would, I would just wait. I would just wait, establish yourself financially, establish yourself in your career, whatever yeah. that is, and then chase that, chase that woman. And maybe uh, that woman, if you're young, if she's on the same game plan as you, mm-hmm. maybe she won't even want to get married till later. Mm-hmm. Maybe she understands that too. Maybe. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, because if not, you might have to pass it up. I will say too, because you. Uh, oh, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, I mean, f- for us men. We still have to pick up the letter, even in our forties. We still can go big, down like, low, yes, yes, and get you a young, seven, young yes, daisy. Exactly. Yeah. You know I was going to say, I was thinking That's that good. too, but yeah. so yeah, so so it's harder for a woman. Oh yeah, it's harder for a woman. She knows that clock's running. Yeah. If you, if, well, if you're I'm a woman, not going to speak on that. We don't have a female guest here today. Right I'm not going to speak on that. I'm going yeah, no, to throw you a little. I'm going to throw you a little game. I say, <laughs> ladies, if a cat proposes to you, man, you better make a, you better go ahead and accept that because. <laughs> You don't get to win the lottery, you know, twice. So let me ask you this. If a man proposes to a woman and she says no, is it over? It's a wrap. I know we talked about it, I'm, but... Yeah, it's, it's, it's still done data. It's still a wrap. It's still a wrap. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? All right, man. We're going to wrap that up, man, and move on, man. Leave a comment. Uh, we're going to bring this back up in the later show. So yeah. comment, you know what I mean? Talk to us about it. Uh, we'll have a female guest on. She'll rap about it a little bit. So, yeah. Um, next topic, D. Lamar. What's happening? Well, um, I want to bring up the topic of race. I know on our shows here in Concept by Nature, we talk about it a lot. But where did it start from? Um, in my studies, race doesn't really exist. It's what I, I call a social construct. I can speak to Bacon's Rebellion. Okay. We're talking about 1676. Maybe even a little earlier. Jamestown, Virginia. 13 colonies out here. Um, Nathaniel Bacon was a wealthy property owner in Virginia. And his wet relative, um, I think was William Berkeley was the governor of Virginia at the time, Jamestown. So these are some, we're talking Berkeley? Berkeley, William Berkeley. And we're talking bacon. Yes, sir. Hmm. Uh Uh-huh. So, I mean, (laughs) we're talking about old Lily White. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, yeah, we're talking about. (laughs) I mean, Jamestown was literally like the capital of the United States at that time. Yes, it was. 13 colonies. So William Berkeley was the governor. Of Jamestown and Nathaniel Bacon was his relative. And they lived there and they had frontier settlements um, where 
they, I mean, the cheap export, I think, at that time wasn't even cotton. It might have been tobacco. Mm-hmm. I was going to say that. You know what I mean? So they had indentured servants. They had European indentured servants. And European indentured servants were the poor uh, Europeans from England and Scotland, the people that had no money, what they would call low-rank individuals. Or they might have even been from prisons or, or jails. And they hired them to come and work on these tobacco farms. And at the same time, they had indentured servants that were African. Where'd they get them from? Man, listen. <laughs> they, they were not slaves. And that's the, and that's the thing. You, you, you think back in that time, you think we all were slaves. They weren't. These African indentured servants were paid to work these tobacco farms. They lived in Virginia. I'm just going to put it just like that. But then they also had African slaves. So you had European indentured servants, African indentured servants, and African slaves. Three different classes of people. So, right ahead. the field niggas, the house niggas? Not yet. Oh, we, this is something different. It's, it's, not, it's not even that. This is servants. It's his servants. The only people that was was the, the, the niggas was the African slaves. Damn. Okay. So, and, you, and you had some Native Americans in that pot too. Damn. Okay. So, get back to it. We're still talking about race. Nathaniel Bacon um, and William Berkeley, they didn't like each other even though they were relatives. The Native Americans were raiding their settlements and killing them and burning them down because they would, these Europeans that came and take over their area. So they would just get them in the middle of the night and come burn down their whole settlement and kill all kinds of European people. So Bacon gets with his uh, relatives and says, Hey, we need to stop these guys. We need to just go and get these uh, native Americans and destroy them so we can take and expand our land to where they are. Berkeley didn't like that. Bacon didn't care. He grabbed the European indentured servants, <coughs> the African indentured servants, and the slaves and formed militias to go and kill the Native Americans. And it worked. Of course it worked. Those, those, those Europeans and Africans and indentured servants all fought together and they were all friendly. I mean, dating, you know, co- cohabitating with one another. There was no racism between them. After they destroyed all of these settlements where these Native Americans were, um, Bacon died four years after that of fever because they were some nasty folks. Mm. Yeah, fever and died. Mm. But all the other... I wonder what STD that really is. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, and after that, after that, um, they took over all, and he died. Other... European um, owners of those settlements didn't like the fact that they were cohabitating and they felt that they could be overthrown by these indentured servants and these uh, Europeans working together. So they enacted laws, slave laws, right? They started referring to these European indentured servants as white to give them a designation that they were better than their darker skinned cohorts. Mm -hmm. They had 
laws enacted that gave them more privilege. As indentured servants, they were working for money and freedom. That's what was promised to them. They never gave it to them. Just like they've done all this time. Lies and deceit is how they keep you in a place. They didn't give them their freedom or their, or their payment for working these, these farms for them. No, you know, what they did is what they always do is what they do today. Mm-hmm. Uh, where they doing right now, where they taking the history out of schools right now. They make laws right. to elevate them and exactly. destroy us. Mm-hmm. We just talked about it in, in a situation right now where they're taking the history out of schools, yes. the Martin Luther Kings, the Frederick Douglasses, erasing all that history mm-hmm. to elevate them. <laughs> so the crazy thing is they enact these laws. Now, even these European indentured servants who were decent people, they want to be seen as white. Mm-hmm. So they start calling themselves white. They don't want to be treated unfairly. Mm-hmm. They don't want to lose the ability to have land or freedom. And then that's where the term white came from. The first time the term white is ever seen is in 1701. Before then, everyone and every log that you find when they speak of somebody is European. It's a country of origin. So that's where the color came. And then they started referring to Africans because there there was no longer any indentured servants from Africa. They were all slaves. Mm -hmm. If you were of darker skin hue, you had no rights at all based on the slave laws that they enacted, the Virginia slave laws. If you were of darker skin hue, Native American as well, they called you black and you were a slave with no rights at all. They could take you, your wife, your mother, your children. They could kill you for any reason and exploit your body. That's where the term white and black came from. 1701 Virginia slave laws. So when we talk about these colors, white and black and race, it doesn't exist. It was constructed to make one class feel above the other. Until this day, we still utilize those terms. Everywhere in the world. It's funny. And Juneteenth is around the corner. We talk about the... It just passed, my friend. Oh, man. True. So, it's funny about Juneteenth. We talk about the real Independence Day for our people. Man. Okay? In Texas, being that it was the last place... (laughs) <laughs> for our people to actually be set free. All of those things still were going on there. And all of those terms and terminologies, that's where they really harbored them. Like Texas was really the worst state of all of them. So it, it's hard for me. I, I don't like terms black or white or anything because when I looked at that and when I learned about um, Nathaniel Bacon and that terminology coming up from Virginia, I said, man, they literally created black and white. They, they made it up. Out of the it's thin, just made up. Out the sky. Like, they be making up half the shit now. They just That's what I'm saying. It just don't make no sense. Another thing that they just pull out and put out here, and it doesn't make any sense, and you forced to accept it. TP, we ain't heard from you. Let me hear something. No, man, I mean... 
Yeah, he brought the knowledge on that one. That's why he's a scholar, man. (laughs) But, you know what I'm saying, looking into the future, maybe... I had heard that they they go 50 to 100 years ahead, right, Mm -hmm. when they're thinking about shit. And so now you say, you know, the term white, black, and this, that, and the other, and creating that race. Look where we're at right now. Yeah. Look where we're at right now. White versus black, this, that, and the other. It's, it's crazy, man, the levels of wickedness. The crazy thing is, it's like, I learned that. You think they don't know that? Oh, they man. know that. They know it. That's, they know that. That's why they always push the narrative. That's why we have 45 because in the next 30, 40 years, we keep talking about it, but that's why they push the narrative on 45. They looking 50 years ahead, and they see 50 years ahead, and that's why we got 45. It's like, I'm a, I'm one of those people that, the human race, yeah. It, it, you know, when, when shit is all, you know, ice cream and cake, as my dad would say, that's what it should be. We people on this rock, we just people Mm -hmm. but you sow division to keep dominance Mm -hmm. that's why the laws were made yeah because they saw themselves losing their power to these servants of them like oh well they're they fought together and why they can just overthrow us yes so let's make laws to divide them and it's the same thing that they've been doing to our people all this time this is all well this is what they've done to the country now yeah like if you just fast forward the laws how they construct things, how we are treated. Like, let's be let's be honest. It's hard for majority of white people to stand up for a black person when you realize the privileges that you have. Mm-hmm. Like the the small amount of power that you have is hard for you to even relinquish that. So imagine the white man in power running everything, you think he wants to relinquish his power mm-hmm. when the normal average white person is not even able to relinquish their privilege? Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. So like on a small scale, you can you won't release your you won't relinquish that privilege. Mm-hmm. So on that super high scale, when you're controlling, pushing buttons, you're not letting that power go. Right, you're not letting it go. We had talked about this a couple episodes back with Jane Elliott. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Run it again. Whole, went through this whole process. Right. You know what I'm saying? They're not going to release the power, but they understand what it is. They understand? Like, I'm not giving up this power, man. I'm not giving it up. I'll kill you before I give it up. Yeah, man. They put on so many falsities mm-hmm. to make it like you want true inequality, mm-hmm. but you don't. Mm-hmm. Because when the shit hits the fan and it hit the fan every day, mm-hmm. who from the other team is standing up for you? Mm-hmm. That's of note. Okay. I, I'm not hating on nobody that is out there and, and is an ally to, to our people, but like, where is the people with the big names and the power? I mean, that's why, I mean, that's one of the many reasons I don't fuck with Tom Brady. Use a piece of shit to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could, if you was on the front line standing up for black people in in sports, they would be listening to you. But you right with them. I see your MAGA hat in your locker. I almost called him a bitch because he is. Well, uh, I would agree. Thank you so much. Anybody else got anything else on that? 
Man, hey, I'm going to tell you what, man. Scholar lit that shit up just now. I hope you stay locked into that, man. That was really, really dope and deep knowledge, man. And, um, yeah, that was a hell of a segment right Mm -hmm. there, man. We're going to take a little bit of a break real quick, man. I don't know. We got some sponsors. We got some acting. Conscious by nature (laughs) on the move, man. So uh, enjoy this promotion, and we'll be right back. (laughs) Yeah, man. So we back from our break, and uh, on our break, we had a little discussion about where we going to go next. Oh, uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, ATP, man, go ahead, man. Talk to the people. Man, come on in. Oh, man. <laughs> Yo, man, did y'all see this dude, man? His girl exposed him. <laughs> My man pissed in the damn bed. Grown-ass man pissing in his woman's bed. Now, Now, come on now. Hey man, don't marry her. <laughs> <laughs> hey, she put him on live. On live. No. And embarrassed this fool. Yeah. She put him on live. On live. Like, come on, bro. Come I can't on, bro. to see the video. I have you, I had you come over here so we can do something. Do something. To hang and out. You pissing my bed? She's was like, it, get your bef- shit. Was it before or after he smashed? They didn't smash. They didn't smash like- yet. Look like the homie came over there and just kind of just took yeah. a nap or something. Wait a minute. So she calls you over the head. You was like, baby, I need like a nap. I'm tired. You go nap and you piss. <laughs> like this this shit is making this is crazy. I gotta see this video. Go scholar. Nah, nah. Go, go 51. What what, 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 what we got? I, I'm, nah. I'm lost shit, right man. now. Like, hey, I, know, I know a lot of times, you know, when I ask for the women to come on in. <laughs> fellas, god damn it. You know, I'll let you, man. Nah, yeah. come on, you a grown ass man, uh, man. Come on now. You you can't be pissing. Was he drunk? Maybe. Maybe. He looked like he didn't know what the fuck was going on sure when she did. woke him up. But that she was... was in the dream. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> yeah. Man. In the dream talking about ew, going I to got the bathroom. A small son. That's a grown ass man. Man, piss, come on. Bruh. You know that motherfucker was that's awful. <laughs> you need a whole diaper. That's what <laughs> the whole diaper. That's why she put him on live. Cause it was just so disrespectful. <laughs> uh, like yeah, I gotta yeah. throw the whole mattress out yeah, now. Yeah, Wait a minute. You ain't you ain't even pissing your bed. You I wonder what your mattress looks like. Oh, <laughs> that's probably wicked. That's awful, bro. <laughs> that's why you never invited her over. <laughs> oh. Man. And that was then that got me. I was like, damn, that ain't even really your girl. She just came over to hit the smash real fast. And then pissed in the bed. Oh. Damn. Oh man. man, how come you weren't ready to smash? Man, listen. So you walk in the door. Come on, man. Usually we we know when we making, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Arrangements. Yep. So, you know, so you got to be ready at all. Yes, you know, man. You st- stop. 
see, I, I make this mistake a lot, man, and confusing people like they're me, man. Stop thinking people are you when you get <laughs> ready true. to make the call and go through. People handle situations lead differently, yeah, man. That's right. You know what I'm saying? You can't be projecting what you would do. You would just walk that's in true. and just pull your mans out like, I just <laughs> my mans out like, hey, what's happening? You know what I'm saying? But he probably just went in like, I need a nap real quick. Hey, where's your bed at, man? Where's your bathroom at? The man but, look every bit of he over forty, no doubt. Yeah, man, man that's a grown ass man, dog. So my uncle, maybe, maybe, maybe he on medication. <laughs> <laughs> Got the water pill. <laughs> maybe, man, he's oh, tripping. Shit. Flush your sister before you go hit. <clears throat> man, listen, man. Oh no, man, that's wild. <laughs> that's I can't believe this is a story of conscious by nature, man. Yeah, it's yeah. always something, man. Yeah, it's goofy. That's me doing crazy shit, man. <laughs> Pissing in a woman's bed. All right, man. What we got? What else we got, man? We, we want, want to talk about this some more? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> we can't relate. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, oh, man. So, talk about a young man. I seen him. He, he was uh, sentenced to eight years in prison. Did y'all hear about this? Mm, mm. Yeah, yep, yep. Um, while he was in the courtroom, he was telling everybody in there that he was innocent and it was um, convicting an innocent man. Served seven years in prison, and they find out he's innocent. Damn, this white kid had to be going through it. Nah, he's a black brother, man. No shit, really? Y- you think? <laughs> <laughs> Don't get all serious on me. <laughs> like, you think? <laughs> right. Uh, he wouldn't have been able to make shit. <laughs> you know, um, so they gave the brother $2 million <laughs> in compensation. But can you compensate those seven years of his life? No. Hell nah. That's seven. Go ahead, T. But oh, you, well, yeah, man. You man, can't man. get that back. You're taking seven, eight years of my life mm. over a lie? You just, man, we have multiple cases, hundreds of cases like this. People wrongfully in prison, right? And then... Several years later. Now, this is eight years, but I've heard 20 years, 30 that years. That man, sir, 40 years. 40 years? Even yes. longer. Cats have, yeah. oh, now I was find out you didn't do it. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Here's a few mil. That one, that one old gentleman was in jail like all his life because he was like 15. Mm-hmm. You remember they wanted to give him no money when he got out of jail? Mm-hmm. Like, they don't yeah. care about you, don't man. Care. Don't care. And the, the, the problem is, is... You can get sent to prison for a lie. Mm-hmm. What's that That football player? Remember that young girl said he, he raped her? USC? He was playing for, he was going to play playing for USC. Uh, Blades? Yeah. Brian Blades? Or? Uh, something like that. I don't, I don't remember. And he and he had a rape charge on him. He was going to go to the draft and everything. Mm-hmm. Ruined the man's life. Mm-hmm. All lies. Yeah. But what happens to that person for that lie? Nothing. Nothing. See, you might get ridiculed a little bit in the public, but if you get ridiculed too much, then um, it's on people. Mm. It's like, um, it's man, it was crazy. Is about society, is man. Um, the lies people tell, they can just they just apologize that shit away. Yeah, and, and a lies have effect on other people's lives. You know what I mean? Mm. So. You you could tell that lie and have a huge effect on somebody. So oh, I apologize it away, and then this person has to deal with the repercussions of that. Right. And then on the back end, 
um, has no compensation for it. Mm. And, and there's really no compensation for time. Mm. There's no compensation. $2 million in that seven years, we don't know what type of person, what type of artist, what type of what he was into. Right. He he could have made over $2 million Definitely. in seven years. You live in America. So um, to stunt someone's knowledge and growth, because that's really what you do when you send someone to prison. You stunt their knowledge and you stunt their growth. And people be like, well, people go to school and they learn. But what you don't realize is when you go to prison, you live that last day of freedom the rest of your life until you get another day of freedom. Mm-hmm. So if you go in, you may remember that last week, that last summer, mm-hmm. that last day, that kick it, and you get out 10 years later, and that's what you hung on to. And the people you was with 10 years ago, they have made so many more memories. Mm-hmm. And you don't have any memories. You have that. Mm-hmm. I bet that's difficult to try to fit yourself back into that space. Yeah. You know, you talk about 10 years, a lot of stuff can happen within Man, one to two years. Exactly. You talk about a whole die. decade. Exactly. You know, I mean, damn. Where, where is the accountability for the accuser? That's what I'm looking for. Um, We had Melinda on. Yes. She had a great, go ahead, y'all. And when she was talking about um, registering, registering racists. Mm-hmm. Okay, so speaking to that point, but pretty much any accused, yeah. there needs to be some accountability for mm-hmm. them when they find out that you've been lying or that you you're, you're using it just to try to get someone in trouble. That person needs to 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 see some kind of judicial action against them. I'm a firm believer in that. I'm actually that's something that I want to look into. To yeah, be honest, we, we I would to, vote for that shit. Yeah, we need to do that. Yeah, you know. We, uh, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, because I want to find out what's going on with this Deshaun Watson situation. Yeah. All these accusers that can just pile on and pile on and pile on. But what what kills me is, um, how do you have all these accusers? Mm-hmm. Like most massagers, most players got one or two masseuses. Mm-hmm. Like this is a is this a parlor owned by who? Established mm-hmm. by who? Who is this through? That you going through that this, I mean, let me tell you this right now. The NFL, everything is team regulated, my man. Like, half the stuff, most of the stuff, 90% of the stuff you doing is through the team. They didn't vetted the place. They didn't checked it. They Especially for your franchise, $200 million investment. You don't think the Houston Texans invented this whole yeah. massage? Like, are you kidding me right now? Right. If I invest $200 million in something, you don't think that I'm looking into everything that's going around? You are my commodity. Come on, man. Because that's what it is. You you are my investment. Come on, man. So I know where you are and what you're doing. I have a hand in it. Like you said, half the time, he won't even have to do it because we invested so much money into you. We're going to make sure you have it. I, I know I got a little off topic no, with no. that, but that was just like that's where the bullshit is at. Yeah, yeah. Because they're not they're not saying anything about what they did to bring them in for him. Yeah, they say now you did that, you did that because you. Nah, man, don't so, get me started. My yeah, those accusers, man, and yeah. just the so, lies people tell, and they'll just always get off, man. I, I always think about Emmett Till, man. Mm. I always think about that shit. That lady 
I mean, okay, several years. On your deathbed. On your deathbed. Yeah, well, I, yeah, I made it up or whatever. It's like, nothing happens to these people. Nothing's, ha- nothing's going to happen to the accusers with the Deshaun Watson deal. No- nothing's going to happen. Yeah. So, yeah. It's crazy, man. All right, so uh, we're going to move on from that. We got something else? Yeah. What we got? Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. We got yeah, something Back else. to another crazy video, man. <laughs> <laughs> Man, shout out to the homie Mystical. Remember Mystical, man? Yeah, brother. Mystical. Oh, so let me ask you this. Um, since we were talking about rape charges. Okay, we're gonna go to Mystical. I mean, we you went to Mystical. <laughs> I, I mean, did. So, <laughs> like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Sorry, I did. sorry, Mystical, but if we were talking uh, about the bear. <laughs> uh, that woman, you see that damn bear that hopped the, well, I don't know if that was like a fence or whatever that uh, was. Fence, man. yeah. Man, she went out there and went heads up with the bear. Push the bear off the damn motherfucking fence. She had about six, seven dogs, too. Lady, why you got so many dogs? Because she, she knows she live around bears. That's <laughs> why. That well, damn. That one dog was as big as the bear. Yeah, she's a big ass dog. I'm like, well, damn. Let them square up. So what is Mystical? So Mystical was trending. Oh. Uh, because of that one clip we talked about fight the bear. Yeah. Or whatever. Because of her Not pushing mystical, the bear. Mystical. Mystical, mystical. The rapper Rapp- mystical was trending. His song oh. was trending because he went out there and pushed the damn bear. Oh, she pushed the bear off the fence to save her dog. I mean, it's bear huge, bro. <laughs> to save, I don't care dog? if it was a little bear. To save the dog, the dog, bro. I'm just gonna say these. The dog up there getting swiped at by the bear. I watched that thing like three times. Mm. I ain't seen the clip, bro. Oh, bro. Uh, you know, I don't follow celebrities. Uh, um, I barely. <laughs> had that bear had one clean swipe on that lady. She done. She, she out of here. Going to the upper room. Because <laughs> she go. <laughs> oh, yeah. Man. I, man, I'm mad I missed this video, man. So I was like, I, I want to chime in, man. But it's just like. Wow. Man, there's so I, much so much stuff out there in social media, man. Just fighting bears? He was trying to protect her little dogs or whatever. The, the dog? Her six dogs or whatever. How many dogs she got? Right. She got too many goddamn <laughs> dogs. What's going on here? Man. Taking calls during the show and shit? No, no, oh, no, I'm sorry. What's going on with this guy? <laughs> just check my messages. Let me look at my email, man. You know what I'm saying? A little buzzy. Oh. Yeah, man. I don't know, man. We got the bears, the lions, tigers, and bears fighting and shit. Oh, man. my. Where, where was this at, man? You know what? Yeah, what was I don't know at? where that was, man. Somewhere in the States for yeah. sure. White nah, people and their pets. Of course. It, it wouldn't have been nobody overseas fighting yeah. for no damn dog. Hell no. Nah. It's got to be somebody here. I done watched enough videos of them. They just let it happen. happen. <laughs> they be like, here it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say a prayer for my dog, dearly beloved. Oh. <laughs> I mean, because I'm not going out there to fight uh, no damn so bear. I no. love my, my pets, but. I'm just going to be crying from the window. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that was a good-ass pet. Damn. Damn, Damn man. <laughs> Go ahead, take that motherfucker out of here. Don't leave the dead scrap <laughs> back here. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, what we got? What else you got? Yeah. You got something else? Yeah, man. Um, young high school football player. Oh, shit. You know, um, he was uh, from uh, was it Israeli descent. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hebrew. Hebrew. Yeah. And um, football coaches were trying to punish this kid for missing a practice that forced him to eat pork off a pepperoni pizza as punishment. 
Um, so far, these about six to eight of the coaches, the entire coaching staff has been suspended. Fired. They've been fired. Fired. This point. Terminated. Fantastic. Canton McKinley. Canton McKinley. Ohio. Forcing mm-hmm. this young Muslim young man to eat pork as a punishment. Let me get some uh, insight on how y'all feel about the fact these coaches done that. Come on, man. That's some bullshit. We've all played sports, mm-hmm. right? And so you, when you fuck up or you miss a practice or whatever, man. hey, man, hit the line. I'm going to need some suicides. Straight up. Right? I'm going to need some wind sprints. Mm-hmm. Right? Disrespecting this man's faith. Yeah. That's, that's a whole nother level of bullshit right there, man. That's, that's that. Man, come on, man. You gonna let, make this man eat some pork Come on, man. that goes against his religion, his faith? I'm glad they got fired, man. No doubt. You know, I miss the good old days, man, when a coach would just make you do up, down, see you threw up. Like, what happened man. to that? Right. What happened to, Nick, 100 gassers? What, I don't understand this concept of forcing... What, what discipline, what is he gaining from this? Like, he missed practice. Yes, there's punishments. But in punishments, there should be gain and growth. So, like, I I got caught being not a great student athlete. They called the school, told my coach. He I played in the game that night. And the next day, he called me into the office. He said that they called down there and they told him that. So he was ready to kick me off the team. And um, instead, he made me, he called a practice all by myself. Me and the two other guys I was with me, us three. And he said, if you can make it through this practice, you can stay on the team. Man, we practiced for like three hours. And, I mean, all we did was run. He had these 10-pound heavy ropes jumping with them. He had these 20-pound medicine balls. We had to run and stop at the line and jump back and forth. If you brought it down here, but nah, didn't count. Like, yo, we was in there three hours. Suicides, bleachers, the steps, all that. Like, so... um. Yeah, what happened to that? Like uh, that. What happened to running the bleachers? Right. Because not only did he put me through the ringer, mm-hmm. I was starting the rest of the year. I was in the best shape of my life after that practice. Mm-hmm. Like literally, that punishment was a better. positive mm-hmm. reinforcement in the end. Mm-hmm. So even though it's punishment, it still should be positive reinforcement mm-hmm. on the back end. You are coach. Mm-hmm. Right. This is a coach to a coach. You a coach. Right. Yeah, it was learning and teaching moments. I, I had a situation like that. I was uh, playing ball, Clinton Middle. Shout out to my uh, Clinton Middle. Uh, Cats, Mix, RW, Rhett, homies, yeah. Jeremy. <laughs> exactly. And... Um, just go south the whole damn team. Up, man. Do it, dude. man. We had some real dogs on that squad, but it, we sucked, man. Yeah, well, <laughs> man. <laughs> but uh, yeah, my grades are starting to slip a little bit, right? And my coach, uh, Coach Wilson, what's up, uh, Wilson? Uh, <laughs> what's up? The shout out. What's up, man? Hey, he was cool dude. Man. He was cool dude. He used to play for the Sacramento Kings. Okay. But um, 
Yeah, he was a cool dude. Had a cup of coffee with the Had guy. a cup of coffee, tore his knee up. Mm. He was out. Damn. Um, but yeah, he came, I remember he came into, it was my science class, Miss Gordon, and lit my ass up in front of everybody. Right? And I'm like, damn, I was embarrassed, man. I was like pissed. Like, how could you, why do you do this? Why do you do this to me like this? You could have pulled me off to the side on, some, on the, uh, on the strength. But he said, nah. But he told me, he's like, I had to do it that way. Right? I had to get, I had to embarrass you like that. You know what I'm saying? To get you to understand, you need to step your game up, right? But he would have never had disrespected my faith yeah. by eat, having me eat or do something against my religion. Right. That would have never happened. So we have to talk about that, Coach. We have to talk about That's deep-rooted, man. Does he have a problem with the Muslim uh, faith? Maybe. Right? Does he have that? Does that athlete, was that athlete, maybe, is his son on the team? And he's beating out his son? Could be, you man. see, like, man, yeah. what, what, what's the underlying deep? There's some, there's some deep rooted because shit. as a coach, your main goal is to motivate, mm-hmm. and if your players are any good, then um, you're trying to get the best out of them. Um, and I and I understand he embarrassed you, and that was a motivational tool, but he embarrassed you about your grades, and that was something that you weren't doing and keeping up your end of the bargain mm-hmm. as a student athlete, right? Mm-hmm. right. This, on the other hand, he mispracticed. We all have done that. You run. Yes, sir. And I mean, that goes back, like you said, like uh, a coach is a teacher. That's what, what they are. And like you said, they're supposed to motivate you. They're supposed to be able to teach you, especially football coaches. You're a leader of young men. You're supposed to be helping them to grow themselves. But you dehumanize this young man. You know that that was against his faith. When we hear the attorney speaking, the defense for these coaches says the kid had every opportunity to walk away. He took the the pepperoni off the pizza and said he was going to eat it anyway. They offered to get him chicken tenders. Like, this is a kid. Like, and and you're you're not making any sense, attorney, because it's a punishment. So the punishment is eating the pork. It's not eating, period. They're, right. not, they're not saying you got to eat this whole Just pizza. Eat. Mm-hmm. They're making you eat one slice. Mm-hmm. So what are, you, what, what, I, what are you constructing, defense attorney, that he could have got up and walked away or he can pull the pepperoni off? Like It's just ridiculous, man. Ridiculous. Ridiculous, man. I, and, and this is this type of shit I'm talking about. You, you actually have a attorney... Defending this type of nonsense. Mm-hmm. You can actually have someone in your defense in this country mm-hmm. for this type of behavior. Mm-hmm. Like, you have rights to just disrespect somebody and you have the right to go in there and plead your case on why you feel like it was right to disrespect somebody and wrong somebody. And you could possibly win if the other side mm-hmm. doesn't have all their ducks in a row and you can win on a technicality. Mm-hmm. All it is is technicality. To, to me, the judicial system, especially in dealing with judges and cases, it's a roll of the motherfucking dice. Mm. Because we have situations where I got I got a video of the man stabbing him right in the back. And then that other attorney is going to say, well, he didn't really stab him. And, I mean, it, it sounds crazy, but that's what happens. Mm-hmm. We talking about George Floyd and all shit like that. We got to go back to that because that's what's real. Gas fumes, 
carbon dioxide poisoning. That's what killed him. It, it wasn't my knee on his back. He already had pre-existing health conditions. He was on drugs. Like, yo, man, nah, we, I, you know what? Like what? We're not going down this road today, man. Like, but this is this shit. You, like, you can't this, win. You can't never win. This shit about to get me angry. <laughs> like, like, I, like I, I, you know, I got to keep my composure. Sometimes I just lose it. Sometimes I got to start cleaning myself up on here. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we're not going to just delve into that. I got to be prepared when you hit the topic. <laughs> yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm get my mind together, yes, man. Yeah, man. But, um, yeah. 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 I, I completely agree with both of y'all, man. This is, uh, it's hard being black, man. It's hard. It's hard being black. <laughs> and this, you know, and this ain't it. You know, the, the coach was black. The coach was black. I'm like, these guys, when I see that picture, I'm saying, it's all, it's immature. It's a one of four. It's bullying. I'm going to get, I'm going to use that term. You bullied that kid mm-hmm. into doing that when you should be teaching him. You know what I'm saying? That's like, um, Young people don't make good parents because they're too immature to raise children. So now we got an educator who wants, you know, we've given them your children. When when, when they when you're on that football team and you're yes. a parent, you've given your children to these people to listen to. And, and they done went around and and dehumanized your kid. I I, I mean, I I need so much. I'm suing you. I don't care about your apology. I want you terminated as they were. Yeah, I want it all now, man. And again, we talk about time stamps. Yeah. Again, we talked about that in previous show. Uh. The mental time stamp. Now, that is a time stamp that's going to be on that kid's mind for the rest of his life. Yeah, he's damaged. Damaged. Thanks, coach. Thank you. <laughs> Y'all got something else, man? Nah, that's it. 51, take us up top, man. Hey, man. We appreciate y'all so much for rocking with us. We appreciate the new subscribers that have come through. Yes, yes. And uh, listen, man, I can't thank you enough, man. These are the, te- these are the kings. Yeah. And uh, we will be back next week. Be Lamar, take us up top. Hey, you know, we appreciate you guys. Um, keep subscribing. Mm-hmm. New subscribers. Even if you've been with us for a while. Put that like in there. Be a part of the Cash App sweepstakes at the end of this month. We already gave away our $50 gold from last month, and we want to do it again. You can comment on this video, but subscribe and leave your Cash App in the comment section. So, um, great show today, man. Thank you, guys, man. I enjoyed guests, man. It was cool having us three back together, though, oh, man. It was man. a really good show, man. Shout out to those queens, too, man. Shout we're out to all our queens that when, uh, have been coming through, man. I mean, I ain't going to lie. <laughs> Y'all make the camera look so good, like, for <laughs> real. So, um, But today I have a special message for Jennifer. And I know it might be like five Jennifers that watch the show, but she knows who I'm talking to right now, so... I know you've been slacking. I know you ain't been having that motivation. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's in here, though. Mm-hmm. It's in you. I find it every day. Sometimes I got to go look for it. But it's down in there. And it's in you, too. If you need some motivation, if you want somebody to come hang out with you at the gym, holler at me. Mm-hmm. Hit me up on my Instagram, Money Mac. 
for life. Todd McClendon on Facebook. You can hit me up on Concert by Nature, Instagram, concertbynaturegmail.com. Straight up. Need a trainer? Need a friend to come just hang out and work out with you for a little bit? I'll at me. Jennifer, you know exactly who I'm talking to. <laughs> so, with that being said, man, great show today, yeah, man. Uh, we about to get up out of here next week. Oh, shoot. I almost did it. I would like to let y'all know we are rounding out the end of our first season of Conscious by Nature, everybody. Um, we will be taking a short break at the beginning of August. I just wanted to put that out there to let you guys know. Uh, we'll be coming with uh, a little different backdrops, a little different look. So thank you for subscribing and rocking with us. And next week, stay conscious, everybody. Peace. Peace. everybody this is the host money mac the pretty boy champ for the scholar d lamar and the genius tyson area 51 porter thank you for tuning in thank you for listening this has been another episode of conscious by nature stay conscious everybody